Hello and welcome to the Womanifester podcast. I'm your host, Katie J. I'm a women's empowerment coach and a mentor to badass, game-changing women. I'm here to share insights, practices, and resources that help me and my clients manifest with ease. It's my hope that you'll apply what you learn in this podcast to your life. When you embody these practices and mindset shifts on a daily basis, you will notice profound shifts in your life. My clients and listeners tell me that after working with me, they have a deeper trust in themselves, a better relationship with their own inner wisdom, and they are more alive and awakened to their inner joy and happiness. If you want more energy, more self-love, more abundance, and better relationships, then tune in for your daily dose of motivational messages from me and my special guests. If you're ready to live life as your most authentic self and manifest faster and easier than ever before, then you've come to the right place. Thank you for joining. Let's dive in. you could just introduce yourself and where you are physically in the world. Hi, my name is Lisa, owner of Natural Radiant, and I am located in the United States. And today I'm going to share with you my love soulmate manifestation story. Everything we are taught is not true. And fortunately, the mind is so powerful and it has the capacity to change if we know how to do it. Do you know how when you're young, your brain absorbs everything. So everything that's happening around you, your brain just sucks it in. When I was young, my brain was absorbing everything as well. And unfortunately, I lost my mother at five and then my brother to cancer two months later. And then I lost my father five years later at the age of 10. As a child, I didn't understand what death was. All I knew is that people who loved me and cared for me were no longer on the earth. And I associated love with loss. And I believe that love was not here to stay. That if someone loved you, eventually they'll leave. So you didn't really need to put an effort to love because eventually they're going to leave you. And as a child, this association led me to associate love with me feeling unlovable. So I had this idea that I was unlovable from a very young age. And at the time, I wanted to hear from someone that you are lovable. And it wasn't anyone's in my circle's fault for not telling me. It wasn't their fault. They didn't know it was something I needed. And as a child, I didn't know it was something I needed. And so often as children, there's things we need and we do not know we need those things. And as a result, things are formed in our paradigm. And that's what was happening to me. So in my subconscious mind, I begin forming and emulating this belief that I was unlovable. And without that being challenged by anyone and without being comfortable speaking on it, I just begin building on that belief over the years. This belief became stronger. And I started to build on this belief of being unlovable. I started to talk less. I started to appear less and make myself as incognito as possible. I referred to myself as the wallflower. I didn't want to be seen because I didn't want to be rejected. 
and I didn't want people to see me because I felt like I was unlovable. So because it wasn't challenged, all of these things happen as a result. And eventually, all of this not expressing, not speaking, led to this place of helplessness, hopelessness, where I, I was in a dark place. And I just didn't feel like I had a purpose or a place here. And that is when the cutting began. So I took, I tried to stop the pain, the emptiness by inflicting pain. And oddly enough, it felt better. It felt better to inflict pain. It felt better than the pain I was actually facing of feeling unloved and losing my parents. And the guardian who was taking care of me was the complete opposite of what I needed at the time as a very emotional child. And as a result, years later, something happened. As a result of me taking action, something happened that would change the course, not just of my entire life, but it would change the course of my subconscious, of my paradigm, and most importantly, my belief. So I decided at one point after the cutting happened and I resurfaced from that with support from different people, I decided there had to be something better. There had to be a better way to think, a better way to be. There had to be love somewhere. I just had to find it. I had to find a way to stop romanticizing my past and invest that energy in my future. And at the time, I wasn't sure what I was doing, but I knew that a shift needed to happen. And then before college, I had started therapy. And after, after the cutting began, I started therapy. And I would be in therapy for a really, really long time, resolving all kinds of childhood wounds and trauma. And then in addition, I came across meditation while I was in college. In meditation, I began doing it to help with my studies. But I noticed something else was shifting. It wasn't just my studies. Can you guess what it was? My worldview, my self-perception. I was being consistent. I was meditating on a daily basis in my practice. And the people around me also began to notice a shift. Lisa, what are you doing different? What, what's going on? What's, what have you changed in your life? The only thing I changed at that time was meditation. And I began to notice less anxiety on the daily basis, less worry and more living in the moment and just being present, being able to make conversations about others and not bursting into tears in conversation, being able to hold a conversation, which was something I was not able to do. I began hanging up affirmation cards in addition to this because I realized that something was happening. I didn't know what. I hung up affirmation cards that were the opposite of the negative things that I was feeding myself on the daily basis. So I would sit down and think about the most prominent things I would say to myself, and I would write affirmation cards for the opposite. And a lot of those cards had to do with self-love and love from the external world that was there, but I did not see it. And so I started taking the affirmation cards with me. When I would go out different places, I would take the affirmation cards with me. And I told you something was shifting, something was happening, and something was about to occur in my life. And I had no idea how good this was going to be. So most importantly, through this time, I kept deciding. I decided to put energy in the positive. I decided to focus on the uplifting thoughts. I decided to get uncomfortable 
with self-pity and self-doubt and denial and to get comfortable with love and appreciation by elevating those moments. So those moments of love or those moments of joy, elevating those over the moments that I didn't really like too much. And after a while, I began to get uncomfortable with calling people and telling them about how bad my day was or talking about my lack of love in my life. Remember I mentioned how my paradigm was formed when I was young. I was shifting that paradigm. And as I stated in the beginning, everything that we are taught is not true. And I began to realize this belief that I taught myself was not true. And in love, I begin to start getting very clear about what I desired. So I no longer felt comfortable denying myself or denying love, like I mentioned before. And I no longer felt comfortable living in a place of lack, in a place of, oh, I wish I had this and I wish I had that. And I began investing that energy in where I was going versus all the places I had been. And I made up my mind. I decided, like I said, this was a time of decision. And I decided if I do choose to revisit my past, it would be with solutions. Okay, what didn't work well? What can I do in the future to propel or make me better or launch me better in the future? I decided to be the, become the person that I wanted to attract. I had a, a list of the different qualities that I wanted to see. But honestly, I just wanted to get over this hump. I wanted to get over this belief that I was lovable by someone else. I just wanted to believe it. And I worked hard at it. And in addition to the meditation and the affirmation, I began something else called visualizing. So with visualization, if, for those who do not know, it's an opportunity for you to create the world externally, but you would create it internally, and then you're able to make it happen. So I started to visualize what I wanted, and I envisioned myself being in a relationship and all of these things, and guess what? It happened, and it was so much more than being in the actual relationship because this was not my soulmate relationship. <laughs> Let's make that clear. However, I had manifested, I had believed all of the things I was doing were working in conjunction with each other and I was able to manifest what I said I was going to manifest. Do you know how powerful it is when you're able to create in your external world what you already created in your internal world. That was one thing that happened. So then I got really, really clear about what I actually wanted in a relationship. My step one goal was to just get over that hump and believe and have that confidence that it was feasible. And I accomplished that. So then I got really clear, okay, I got in this relationship, but what do I actually want in a relationship? And I took all of the tools I was using over, over time, meditation, visualization, affirmation cards, in addition with this newfound belief I had, this new confidence that, wow, this was a false belief I've been carrying all my life. And I applied it. And I also had a vision board. And I got very detailed about exactly what I wanted. So once I got really, really detailed, I still did visualizing, but in addition, I would play pretend. Like, you know, when you're a child or for some of you, maybe when you were a child, you used to play in the kitchen and pretend you're cooking food and all these different things. 
I literally will play pretend. I would come home and pretend that the person that I love was there. I would get in my car, pretend the person was there. Some people may think, oh, that's a little different. However, that it was one of those powerful things in the universe where the universe can see the effort that you're putting in. And guess what? When the universe sees the effort you're putting in and the energy that you put into the universe, it's going to give it back to you because energy, emotion, emotion is just energy in motion. So I got really detailed and it happened. And this time it wasn't just getting over, oh, I just want to be in a relationship or believe that I can be loved outside of myself. I met my soulmate. I get emotional even talking about it, but I met my soulmate and not just a boyfriend, not just a partner, not just a best friend, but my soulmate, someone who our souls are aligned. And we've been together ever since. So my truth and what I want to communicate is that with true belief paired with visualization and a clear idea or vision of what you want, the universe is bound to give you what you manifest. The universe is always giving us things and we get to choose what we want the universe to give us by deciding in our minds first what we want our external world to look like. And the way you can make that happen is, or that I made that happen was through meditation, through visualization, vision boards, and being very clear about where I was going. And being patient, and the key, finally, the key that I believe is very important as well is being patient while also being proactive towards the direction of your dreams is important. And that is how I manifested my soulmate. Such a beautiful story, Lisa. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Oh, thank you, Katie. Yeah. Where can people go to learn more about you? I know that you also are an entrepreneur and I would love to share with my audience what it is that you do. Definitely. Thank you, Katie. So www.natural uh, with an E, naturalradiance.com is my website and I handcraft with butters and I also help elevate those who are ready to invest in themselves how to build their WBCs, their whip butter creations, as well as how to build all their platforms so that they can actually sell their whip butter creations as well. That is awesome. So when you say whip butter creations, is that something that I can eat? Is that something I put on my body? What is yes. it? Thank you for asking. The whip butter creations are what you can use for your hair as well as for your body. That's awesome. I think I need some of that. It's so dry up here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate your time. Yes, I appreciate you having me on, Katie. I know that your time and energy is so, so valuable. So I want to just say thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you took a screenshot of you listening to it and shared it to your Instagram. Tag me at Womanifester and I will be happy to share it to my Instagram story as well. This helps us spread the word about manifestation, mindset training, and all of the good juju that comes out of this type of podcast. I also love connecting with podcast listeners. So tell me what your biggest takeaway is. Tell me what your aha moments were, and I will gladly share them on my story as well. Can't wait to connect with you and I'll see you next time.
Goodbye.